Guys, what an incredible game. Picayune wins it 28 to 21. You're listening to our Picayune post-game podcast. A big win on the road, a tremendous second half comeback, and uh, just a ton of guts displayed by this Picayune team once again. Dave, you had the pleasure of seeing it from the sideline. What was your perspective like? Uh, Let's start in the first half, kind of the mood um, that was for the first half, and then I'll uh, get your thoughts on what you heard at the half and what played out in the second half. Clay, I mean, the only word I can use is kind of shock. You know, it's kind of, you know, you're sitting there and they go up, and it's not a big deal. You know, they score first and you're down seven to nothing. I mean, we've been there before. I mean, every team's been there. And but when they get up, you know, 14 to nothing, and then you go up 21, and you're, you, you know, man, you kind of get a little bit of a panic from me, you know. I mean, like, man. I asked Coach Stogner, and, and I'm, I mean, y'all can answer this maybe. I don't know that I've ever watched Pichon down 21 to nothing, ever. You know, so you might have to go dust off some record books to find them down 21 to nothing. And I bet they probably didn't come back from that. You know, so it is passed off the way they played. I think, man, this team here, they've been through a lot. And I think the le- the senior leadership in this team is just, it, it, you just can't speak. I mean, there's not words to describe it. I mean, I'm sure, you know, we've used every adjective there is to kind of to kind of be, not sound like homers, you know, and just kind of give a good eye on what we, what we see. And uh, I think the senior leadership held this team together. You know, you, they faced a lot of adversity. Man, it, and it was, you know, I, I kind of, Personally, I kind of felt like, oh, here we go with Catholic again. We can't tackle. You know, we give up a big play on a missed tackle. And, you know, and it's like, man, that, this, this can't be happening again. And uh, so they go in the locker room. And, you, you know, that, that to me, Clay, and Slick, the score before the half was just huge, knowing you got the ball back. So they go into the half. And Coach Steigner's, I mean, he's the same kind of guy. I mean, yeah, he was a little bit fiery this week versus the versus the Iberville, but he's he's telling his guys, hey, we're going to get the ball and we're going to go down there and score and we're going to stop them. We're not letting them score. And, and second half play, I mean, I don't know if you want to jump into that yet, but I'll stop here at halftime right now, but going into halftime, I, honestly, I mean, I was starting to get a little bit of my mojo back. Yeah, and then you look at it, Dave, uh, I actually, you know, for whatever reason, maybe I'm naive enough and watched them enough. I felt okay at the half, but I didn't feel great when we turned it over um, there in the third quarter. I I began to be like, oh, man, this isn't isn't a great, you know, you had a good drive, and then you get down to, I think, the 15, 17-yard line, and then we have a turnover, and then that's when, like, man, that's an extra reserve of resilience. That was a huge three, and I – three and out that the defense forced um, right there when really that defensive unit uh, could have pouted, uh, could have not responded. But from then on, it's like Picune played unreal football from that point on. Yeah, yeah, they did, Clay. And I, I think, you know, they go down there and I'm like you, I felt good. We, were, we, we came out second half and I don't, I didn't, stay in there the whole time and half time and kind of pick up on adjustments and I'm not a coach so 
you know, I wouldn't. It wouldn't do me much good to kind of hear that. I kind of want to get a vibe on what's going on. But the adjustments that this team made in the second half, and, and I think a lot of it is, and and I really missed the golden opportunity. The one person I really wish I had an interview was Coach Edwards. Um, after I kind of left the game play, I, you know, the guy's probably been what three hundred games at Pickhune. Or I mean, it's probably unreal, you know. And and he, so he's kind of been through it all. It would have been a great time to see, but. The way the offensive line came out the second half and just they dominated. I mean, the, the D-line did for sure. I mean, you see the big plays. But the way that they were able to block for Naki and for uh, Darrell was just, I mean, they, they really just took the game over. And, and I was – it blew me away. I think that was the one stat because uh, I want to say somebody told me Adam told them that this was probably the best D-line that we would face, you know, all year. So they were expecting a really tough D-line. And I want to – I mean, I, my hat's off to our offensive line, guys. I think they came out the second half and just dominated. Yeah, I would agree with that, Dave. I'll turn my uh, my question to you, Slick. Uh, we're saying all this. We were in a pickle and in a, in a bind and a real fist fight tonight. Gulfport's really good, aren't they? They're a great football team, and – you know, we talked offline that this would be a team that if they were to beat Ocean Springs could potentially be playing for a South State title game. I think they're that good. They showed that tonight. But as you've said all along, man, give all the credit in the world to this resilient bunch at Picayune. You know, when, when we were going through the halftime show and I asked Darren some, some keys, you know, for the second half for the team, and he started to mention names of senior kids that were starting to take leadership roles I think this team unified tonight, guys, more than we've seen them all year. And, boy, that's going to be big going forward. Yeah, and Slick, while I've uh, turned my questions to you, they did against a really good um, defense, particularly in that first half. You were able to see exactly what deep, what Gulfport can do to you defensively, especially, you know, when you – it's easy uh, for – people to say why don't we do this or that but when you make a game plan with a four-star athlete a kid that's going to go on and play at Stanford next year could have picked where he wanted to go and within the first couple series maybe the first series he's unavailable that uh kind of shuffles the deck pretty quickly but give the numbers for uh the guys toting the pigskin tonight and the way that Brady Robertson was able to uh spread it out and had a big run well, the two guys that led the way was uh, Darrell Smith, 21 rushes for 180 yards, two touchdowns. Naki had 18 for 81. And then uh, Kyler King chipped in um, two receptions for 13 yards, had the big touchdown from Brady. And Brady, only two of six on the night, 13 yards uh, through the air, seven yards on the run, but none bigger than, the, than him rolling out on the naked bootleg, calling his own number, picking up that, that first down, putting his head down. I think that ignited his team. I think there was a lot of plays like that. And I think for this this game, you know, X's and O's, Coach Hayden and what he did with the defense, coming out and pitching a shutout. But Dave mentioned the offensive line. And, and guys, there was no change from them. They wanted it a little bit more than we did in the first half. And it was just sheer will on will. And our will was a little stronger in the second half. And it was noticeable early on in that second half. Yeah, it was, Dave. I don't know if they could hear me from down there. If you could from the sideline, I kept begging for a pick six or a scooping score. Uh, what was the feel like when Nike got that five uh, squared up in front of that pass over 
on the flats. It was a ways from us. It took me just a half second to identify that it was Nike uh, Ratcliffe. But if I had to nominate somebody for it to be, man, with the way he just quietly grinds out such such a workmanlike mentality for Nike Ratcliffe, I was so happy uh, for him and certainly for us. But what a play uh, for him to get the lead for the Tide. And it's a little deja vu play. I mean, he's <laughs> I mean, if there's a, an away field that Nike likes better than Milner Stadium, I don't know where it's at. Maybe, maybe, maybe USM. I, I, I take that back. Maybe USM probably a little bit sweeter, you know, winning those two today titles. But as far as a regular season place to play, he's had two games there and two pick sixes. You know, and and he's a great kid. I mean, we say this, and it. It's hard to say because we got so many. Like we have so many great kids on this team, and he's just one of those quiet leaders. And but but he leads with with sure you know with the with his playing ability. And tonight, I mean, having to fill in for Chris and, and carry more of a workload. And man, he 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 answered, and he answered on both sides. Never complained. This kid has got it all. I, I mean, I got an interview with him on the uh, podcast and he man I, I, whatever team gets Nike Ratcliffe is getting an absolute stud I don't care about stars I don't care about ranking this kid has it and, and I mean just a great kid to have for us to follow yeah the one common theme amongst them all is they just all hate to lose they've got uh, a real a different type competitive spirit uh, to, to really a man on that team and to the coaching staff. Tell us, Dave, uh, I think me and uh, Slick are spent, man. I'm going to be honest with you, calling that thing. It felt like we called four football games. It, it was uh, it was something else. Uh, I know you got that vantage point. I think we're all just worn out. I can't imagine uh, that the kids uh, on that cheese wagon, on that yellow bus, they're not going to have to be rocked to sleep tonight. Everybody gave an incredible effort. Tell us uh, what interviews you have for the listeners. Yeah, um, I got Naki Ratcliffe, and then I also have Javante Waller together. So uh, kind of a little bump in the front. I'm going to leave it in there. Javante uh, comes up, and it's a lot of excitement down there, Clay, as you can tell from up there looking down. And Javante just knocks the phone out my hand, and I just, <laughs> you know, I keep – right at the start and I didn't start it over I, I love those kind of moments when we do this it kind of just adds to uh, adds to it a little bit and gives it a little flavor and I also got our uh, tackling ninja man Amaria and I had him last week Clay and, and man like dude I, I think I might cry when he leaves like I really might like just talk about a ball player Amaria and I could interview him every week and we might have a streak going because he came right up to me, Clay, and he wanted to do the interview. Like he loved, and I remember the first year, and I've said this before. Me and Slick didn't get a word out of him hardly in the first year doing this, and now he he wants to be on there with us every week. I love it, and he looks forward to seeing us every week. I know he loves seeing you, Clay, at the ball games. And then I got uh, Coach Stogner um, at following it, and uh, thought thought that was a really good interview from Coach Stogner. And man, I'm gonna tell you, you guys. I can't wait to go back on the app. So if they hadn't downloaded the app, there we got everybody. Go download the Talking Ball Y'all app. You can listen to the podcast. You can listen to any of our podcasts. Uh, Sam Landrum did an outstanding job on that. And uh, 
we thank uh, Ernie Landrum, the uh, Peak Game Physical Therapy, for sponsoring it. And I can't wait to click on here, Clay, and listen back, man. I know the excitement that you guys had to feel in that second half is just going to be electric listening back. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get goosebumps listening back, I'm sure. Oh, it was a lot of fun to call, man. I was so fortunate to get uh, to be a part of the program, be around these guys that you've uh, mentioned by name. There's several, and and you know that that's part of it too, man. We get to highlight and spotlight so many kids, and then there's a ton of them that uh, that make our days better when we're able to stop by uh, practice and see. So such a good group to be around man i appreciate what you do uh david burnett uh ricky whitaker and we thank you for the listeners so thank you dave oh uh, yeah you're well man dungan engineering is a unique force in problem solving in the state of mississippi they have offices in brookhaven columbia picayune and macomb dungan engineering has the capability to provide expansive and complex services to state agencies, local governments, utility providers, and national firms. They do this all while preserving the good neighbor attitude that allows them to be active members in the communities they serve. Their motto is service, strength, solutions. It's not just words, not just goals, and not just an outcome. All right, I'm here with senior linebacker. The, the, the ninja, as I think Clay Sweet calls him, Amarion Tyson. Hey, we did it last week, but he's one of uh, one of my favorites to talk to, uh, Clay and Slick, so I'm going to get him again. And this guy right here, he called ball game tonight, baby. He called ball game with a big sack to end the game on a fourth down. Marion, talk a little bit about you guys getting down 21 to nothing. I've, I've watched a lot of Picune games, and I don't even ever – remember when we got down 21 to nothing so talk a little bit about you know some of the senior leadership to help lead to this comeback uh even though we was down 21-0 we just found a way to get back in the game we went, we let, let at first most of us had our head down but we we're like no nah, it's not it's not over it's the first half so we just kept our head up when the halftime came back out show what we can do and i just got the big game game winner of us set well marion talk uh, i mean What's going through your mind in that fourth down? They, they seem to move you around a little bit on that play, and uh, you got a clear shot at uh, the quarterback and was able to take him down. Oh, yeah. On that play, coach called coach called uh, an Indian call. So it's where we go from the outside. But I was worried that they were going to run it towards the middle. I was, I was reading a lineman, number 79. He had his – he was uh, in a pass set. So I was like, okay, pass. So when I came on this side, the back went out, I was like, in my head, I like, oh, it's a free shot. It's game. It's game right here. Do <laughs> you like basketball? It's game. Yeah, call game like Jordan, Kobe, uh, and LeBron. He just called game on that sack to end the game. And uh, Marion, congrats. It's a big win. I mean, to, to go down and, and have some adversity y'all had faced in the first half, going down 21 to nothing and coming back and leading, and winning this one with 28 unanswered points, that's a big win. And uh, and, and we've had a lot of big wins for this program in the last three years since you've been here. So uh, congrats. And uh, good luck next week on uh, against Ocean Springs. Yes, sir. Roll Tide. Bank with your hometown bank, FNB Picune Bank. With four branches in Picune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Keel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. 
It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance, the local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Popperville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Kazand, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. All right, I'm here with... Uh... I'm going to do both of y'all together. Hey, I'm here with uh, Jamonte Waller and Naki Ratcliffe, two seniors on this team. Uh, guys, man, we had a lot of adversity in the first half. Got down 21 to nothing. But as two senior leaders on this team, um, how, how, how do you think, it, you know, what, what, what led to this uh, comeback? Man, you know, we just got it. We just had to encourage our team, tell them to keep their head up, cause we still got two more quarters to play. You can't get your head down. You already, you only played two quarters. We still got a ball game. It's 0-0 at halftime. Yes, sir. Naki, this guy that had to feel a little bit like deja vu, huh? Yes, sir. Hey, <laughs> same thing happened two years ago at this field. Same thing to seal the game. Yeah. So uh, Naki with the big interception sealed the game for uh, picking. My dad want to talk a little bit about the D line tonight. Along with you, a couple of big sacks by you and some big stops in there and a big sack by Marion Tyson to end the game. Yes, Talk a little bit about that pressure y'all were able to get on uh, Williams. Um, well, we knew, um, like, we knew it, like, no, nothing, like, bad against them, but we knew, like, that wasn't the best O-line that we done seen. And, like, we came out flat first and second quarter, and, like, we went in halftime, and we know we just kept our heads up, and, and we knew we can get the job done. Uh, Waller, Jamonte, you – you had, I think, two, maybe two and a half or two sacks in the game. So uh, next week we got another tough opponent, Ocean Springs. Yes, what you think? Uh, how how you think we're gonna prepare this week leading up to that? Um, once I hit the pillow, we back at it. Um, everybody just got to come ready to work. I mean, they're a great team, so we can't take anybody light. Um, we just got to keep working. And I'm gonna ask you this now, kid, at the end, since Monte's already committed to uh, Florida. What schools are talking to you right now that, you know, kind of like what visits you've been on that you, you really kind of liked? Is there any new schools that's been reaching out? Uh, none, no really new schools. Just the same old Memphis, Army, Navy, et cetera. Just, I'm just trying to get um, a visit set up with Memphis as we speak, and I'm just ready for that. Well, good luck with all that. Hey, good job tonight. I think it was the senior leadership. This team right here down 21 to nothing. They do not quit. I mean, just do not quit. So, uh, good uh Congratulations and good luck. Sir, thank you. Roll tight. Around here, the tougher things get, the better we are. Because all around Pearl River County, you'll find people working together. Like your two hospitals, Highland Community and Pearl River County, working together with Forest Health to bring you health care that's coordinated and complete. We're here for you now, and you know we'll be here tomorrow. Highland Community Hospital, Pearl River County Hospital, and Forest Health. Two great hospitals, one incredible health system. Ready for faster internet and better service? Of course you are. And that's exactly what you'll get with Coast Connect. Coast Connect gives you blazing speed for faster downloads, streaming video, gaming, or working from home. And it's backed by top shelf service from local people you know and trust. Why wait? Get the speed you need with the service you deserve. Sign up today at coastconnect.com. Coast Connect. Powered by Coast Electric. 
Okay, I'm here with uh, head coach Cody Steigner following the 28-21 comeback win over Gulfport here at Milner Stadium. Coach, I don't even know when's the last time Picayune was down 21 to nothing. We probably have to dust off some old record books to find that out. Yeah, it's probably been a while, but you know what? What we said at halftime, you know, we, we, we put ourselves in that situation. Uh, we just had we had a few blown assignments and uh, we just weren't executing well. We we put ourselves in that situation, but like we said at halftime, we've been in that that situation before. Not quite down twenty one to nothing, but we've been in there. We've been there before, and that's what we talked about. We know how to handle it. So we're not going to point fingers. We're going to come out and correct a few things that we did. And we're going to play picking football. And I'm just so proud of them, man. How we we came out and executed, and they believed at halftime that they were not out of this game. You know, I always say that you know these guys are. They're, uh, they're remarkable just because of how there's no quit in them. There's no give up. You know, 24 minutes of hard-nosed football in that second half. So we got to get back and clean it up and hopefully play a good four quarters of football here soon. Coach, I want to commend both sides of the line of scrimmage. The, uh, the way that the offensive line controlled Gulfport's defensive line in the second half. And I know as an old offensive lineman, Coach, you had to like seeing that. That's a beautiful sight. But you know what? That goes back to their preparation and, and their conditioning. Uh, that's the stuff we talk about day in and day out is, you know, we want to give ourselves a chance in the fourth quarter winning game, but let's bound and be able to pound, pound, pound and, and uh, kind of wear them out. And that's exactly what we did. That's why those three and th four yards were turning into 10 and 12 yards of carry and scores the big run by Darrell. So, man, that's just a beautiful thing to see. Like I said, their willpower of these guys is just un is amazing. And gosh, I'm just so I'm proud of them right now, man. <laughs> I was, you know, it was the way we started, but it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And these guys finished it the right way. Well, Coach, got another good one next week. But we get to come, we'll be back at home uh, at Lee Triplett Stadium. We take on Ocean Springs. So uh, good luck preparing for Ocean Springs next week. Thank you. See you there.